Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Back to school. Oof. Just around the corner. For some, maybe it's starting in the next day or so. So you need to be thinking about a routine, a smooth academic year for your children and you and whether you're a parent hoping to set your child up with the skills they need to reach their full potential or a student looking for tips and tricks to improve your grades. Uh, Our next guest uh, will help you out, motivational speaker and founder of Study Skills Ireland, Enda O'Doherty is with me. Hello, Enda. Hi, Joe. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Now, this is a little bit of a mayor time for people, if we're honest. You know, whether you're (laughs) dealing with secondary school kids or primary school kids, where everyone, particularly the children, need to realise, okay, it's been great fun and all that, but reality is about to hit. Reality is about to hit with a wallop. I think I, I think they call it onomatopoeia. Is it when nature matches the the mood of us all? Joe, as, as writers, I'm oh, looking out the window here, and it, 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 it looks like a, mon- a Monday school morning. All I'm missing in my head now is the music from Glenroe playing on a Sunday yeah. night. You know yeah. that feeling of dread yeah. when you had no homework done. But yeah, it, it's a really stressful time for for mums, for dads, financially, psychologically, sleep wise, traffic wise. You know, there's a million things come back into your life that you've put away but um, I was talking to someone the other day about back to school and I said you know I, I, I recently discovered something that's far more contagious than COVID and they said God what is it you know they thought it was another virus and I said it's the anxiety of mums and dads when their kids are going back to school mm. and particularly when your little one is maybe starting secondary school or starting primary school or maybe you have someone going into fifth year I think it's a really natural thing for mum and dad to be worried you know that you're letting your little chicken fly out of the nest and fly off into the big world but I think it's okay to be terrified it's okay to be anxious I think it's important to plan it and talk it out but I think it's really important if, if you know if parents listening to this came away with one thing off the radio today it's don't share your own anxieties with the kid you know it's it, they, they, they probably the best analogy Joe is could you imagine if you were on a flight and you were coming into Shannon and the next thing the pilot says lads I don't like the look of this <laughs> you, would, you, you would be terrified instantly whereas the pilot will say ladies and gentlemen there's a slight bit of turbulence please fasten your safety belts and we'll be landed in a few moments you know and we need to be the pilot I think that's what parents need to do you know because it's it's very easy to transfer that yeah, natural the, stress. You say that, and the, the only thing is you know children of any age you know whether they're younger or slightly older they are very good at picking up parental anxiety aren't they even when you are doing Absolutely. your best to hide it. Absolutely, kids will sniff you out if you're if you're a teacher and you're a fraud, or if you're a parent and you're pretending something. Kids will see through you in ten seconds, and the majority will tell you in ten seconds. You know, but there are practical things that parents can do. You know, I at Study Skills Ireland, I meet parents regularly who say to me, "God, I just I just don't know where to start." And I said, "Look, start with the simple things like the SAS have a saying which is proper preparation prevents poor performance, and small things like having uniforms ready the night before, having school lunches ready the night before, even something as, as 
insignificant. Have diesel or petrol in the car so that you're not pulling into the local petrol station and, and pulling your hair out in the queue because someone is paying for their newspaper with, with coppers, you know? Like, as many things as you can do to reduce your stress and the kids' stress on a daily basis, I think it's really, really good, you know? I, w- I would think for most people, Joe, and particularly teenagers, the biggest shock is most teenagers are living on New York time. They're about three to four hours behind adults. <laughs> and do you know that? If you probably had that experience as a parent where you're sitting down to your lunch and, and someone is sitting opposite you eating Cocoa Pops or cornflakes because they're on breakfast and you've been up and working. But it's important to, to recalibrate their sleep and readjust that schedule. So it's very hard to do it and it won't happen instantly. But, you know, if you have a few days to go, it might be a good idea to call them a little bit earlier because they'll be a little bit tired in the evening and, you know, the sleep schedule will, will gently slip back into place, you know. And, and the other thing, we're chatting to Endo Doherty uh, from studyskills.com is... Do you think some stress has been relieved by the free school books scheme and the fact that people don't have to charge around chasing those in quite the way they did in the past? Do you know, I'm sure it's, it's alleviated some financial stress, but look, sure, there's all school will always be looking for money for a locker, for a key, for a photocopy. You know, there's always some combination of money going out the door. It's a very expensive, stressful time for parents. You know, the I think I think that you know if you're trying to get the best from your young person going back to school, regardless of what year they're in, you know, I think sometimes people miss two key fundamental things about study and about school. And the first one is, why are you doing it? You know, if you're going into class today and the teacher is talking about a V-shaped value, for like, and you're 14, what has that got to do with your life? And I think parents, if they want to get the best out of their young person, they want to get their maximum potential, is reminding them this, you know, for me, education and school, it's a bit like a key to a door. You know, the better the key you have, the better opportunities that you'll have. And, you know, once kids realize I'm doing this because it's about my future, then the why is more established. You know, it's like any of us, Joe, like we all have a reason for doing something. We're more likely to do it. But I think from my point of view, what I feel sorry for young people in school is that, you know, a teacher will will go in next week and say, right, lads, you know, if you're sitting in the class, Joe, they'll say, Joe, chapter 15 is really important. I want you to go home tonight and study it. And there's a big test at the end of the week. But what's missing, I see regularly, is no one says how. Or nobody says, here's 10 ways to do it, and five of them won't suit you because of the kind of person you are. You know. So I think those two key questions, if I was a parent and my kid was going back to school, why are you going? Like, What's your future? What's your dream? Where are you going to go? And more importantly, how am I going to learn this thing? Like, What are the study skills? Right. Like, we, we're not, like, the we're skills, study skills are I was going to say are not the only supplier of study skills, but it's a it's a basic. How am I going to learn? How can I be very efficient? That's what really they need to think about. Because we were only talking yesterday and again this morning about the fact that the results are out this uh, for the Leaving Cert this Friday. Friday. And, and yeah. we were chatting to yeah. different people who've gone through the Leaving Cert cycle relatively recently. Some experienced it in a more normalised way, and in the last hour we were hearing uh, about what it was like during the pandemic and now they're trying I suppose this year to bring it back to closer to the dates and times and all of that yeah. and, and I yeah. mean this week you know you won't have any difficulty explaining to a student you know, the, <laughs> why it, it matters but the problem is yeah. two years before that we're all the same but particularly teenagers are going I'm yeah, in fifth year is, is this ever really going to bother me well it will you get as you get closer but you need to do the prep now 
Yeah, absolutely. You need to do the prep now. If if you know if you want to inspire your your your, your young fellow, young girl going to school in secondary school this week, there's 166 days in the school year, and if you divide that by the number of subjects they're doing, it comes out at about. 20, if you're in sixth year, you have today you have about 26 days left to English Paper One in the exam. It's very little time, school days left. Um, but if you ask a fifth year or sixth year, Joe, when they're doing the leaving search, you're right. They'll say, I'm doing it next year, year, yeah, year, yeah. year. You know, they'll say it like, yeah, yeah. like it's a different pla- a different planet. But you have, I mean, you're you're talking to me there and I guarantee you're looking at the clock at the studio and you're 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 trying to fit in the next dad and you have a mortgage repayment or you have a ah, meeting just at off three o'clock. You're just I'm looking into your head, but the thing is, as adults, we, we're so used to time being precious and having deadlines and we are aware that, you know, time is flying. But, you know, a, a simple practical thing a parent can do to help their kids study better is put a calendar up in the room, you know, and they can actually see the days going past or they can see the weeks going past and, you know, if they have exams coming because you're right, they don't have a sense of time, you know. I think, though, George, you know, like sometimes as a parent, the temptation is to say stuff like, you know, would you ever get up that stairs and do a bit of study? And the minute they come down the stairs, the temptation is to say, are you finished already? Uh, you know, and you can just keep playing that broken record. But what I say to parents, you know, I, I speak around the country in a lot of schools. I have a, a presentation entitled The Best Your Child Can Get. And if it sounds familiar, I stole it from Jeanette, Gillette. You know, the best a man can get. But what, one of the things I tell parents is, look, make an effort to catch them doing the right thing. It's very easy to catch a teenager do the wrong thing. You'll catch them 20 times a day. Catch them doing something good praise that reinforce that and i promise you you'll get more good stuff but i think we're, we're just in this mindset that you know you have to do more you have to do more like studying hard is great but studying smart is where it's at you know if you know how to do it you know like it's 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 about saying to people you have to put in effort you know everything yeah. in life requires and, effort and, and then of course there's the, the scaling of this in other words you know clearly younger children primary school children need a slightly different approach a lot of common themes than older children yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's funny because I run Study Skills Ireland and, and I help people maximise their leaving cert and junior cert results and I help parents and I actually, I'm, I'm going in to help some teachers tomorrow morning. But the, the, the thing about it is, for me, right, my top two goals as an expert in study skills for any kid, my number one goal is that they're happy. My number two goal is that they're healthy because in my experience, the kids who are healthy and happy, they get by, they achieve, they get what they want. And, and I think sometimes, you know, what a points race and pressure and grinds, sometimes we lose track of that, that we're trying to make good people who have good choices to make in life. And it's really, really important that we get that, you know. Maybe, maybe Joe, we should give a little bit of advice to the students listening who are going back to study. Is that okay if we if we give them a little bit of something to, to walk away yeah, from? Yeah, So So what I would say to students is this is, you know, if... Um, if if you're if you think about your favorite dinner that your mom gave you, what, can you remember as a kid, Joe? What was your treat when you when you had a bad day? What was the your favorite lunch or dinner? Oh, was pro- it roast beef or it was pro- probably spaghetti bolognese? It's a perfect, perfect spag ball, bit of garlic bread. Your only man, you can't beat it, right? If you were given that two days in a row, you'd be delighted as a treat. If you had that for 16 consecutive days, you'd cry. You'd never want to see it again, right? And what I, what I say to students is this, is when you sit down to study each night, don't give your brain spaghetti bolognese. And what I mean by that is change the subject regularly. Change the amount of time you're studying regularly. Change the technique you're studying regularly. Change where you're studying regularly. Give it as much variety as you can. So that way your brain stays engaged, you switch on, right? 
it. The, I suppose a simple analogy is if you're driving on the motorway, very few people crash on the motorway because you're busy, you're concentrating, you're going at a high speed, there's lots going on. Most people crash the car when they're about two miles from the house and they slow down and they go, I'm nearly home now, thank God. Yeah. And the next thing, boom, they hit somebody. So we need to get... As a student, you need to get your brain engaged. You need to get switched on. You need to get moving. You need to think about how I'm studying. But like I say, a simple, a simple takeaway, Joe, would be don't give your don't give yourself spaghetti bolognese. There you go. Good man, good man. All right, listen, great. Thanks so much. It was super to chat to you. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live ninety five.